Beer Cleats here, and welcome to the Spark Show, where we got comedy, news, and two forgettable dicks. With Sparks, you've got tiny wrists. Pike hates French toast and your children. And you, the committee. Yo, what up, fucker? Subscribe now and become a committee member. Let's rock. That's what I'm talking about. I always thought oh, it'd be badass if I was drinking like hard liquor or something when we start the show. Cucumber yeah. water. That's what I'm drinking. I'm drinking the softest water. You bad boy. The fuck's a cucumber even doing in there? Ah! <laughs> why Why did you put a cucumber in there? <laughs> We're just two men, you know, just two burly guys. Yeah, rock and roll. We both yeah. have guitars in the background. Yeah, that's right. We got skulls. We got dollar llamas. Mm. Oh, wow. Oh, the first one played. Yeah, wow. That was amazing. Interesting. Uh, and I'm drinking cucumber water. Mm. How's that? Bad ASMR? boys. Not good. Just, it was, but really, though, is it for the flavor? First, I love the flavor. I mean, that's what it is. Um, secondly, uh, my daughter saw me drop a cucumber in the water. I'm like, how about some cucumber water as a joke? And so she took some cucumber and dropped it in my water. And I was like, oh, well, I guess I'm having cucumber water now. So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> and then I just refilled it before we came down here. Uh, I was like, all right, uh, I guess I'm having cucumber water. But it is, I gotta say, cucumber water. Quite refreshing. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Mm. Yeah, I guess. Like, it's pretty subtle, but it's better than nothing. It's better than normal water. Yeah, it's got a little yeah. electrolytes in it now. And, you know, yeah. Plus. Well, let's settle down. I'm, Cucumbers are basically water. I'm upping my street cred here. Okay. This is, I'm making, right. this is putting hair on my chest. This is cucumber water. What are you drinking? What's in that? You drink coffee? I drink. I'm drinking regular water because I eat whole cucumbers every day. I'm talking like full intact cucumbers down my throat <laughs> as a yes, as a snack. People really? think I'm a freak. Yeah, I just go. <laughs> yeah, so I don't. So I do chew it. That's good. Yeah, I eat a lot of care. I eat a lot of carrots and cucumbers. That's good. It's good for you too, yeah. man. I bet your skin is glowing. Oh my god! I bet you're just—it's not. Radiating. No, no. It's more. It's just because like I like chewing on stuff, and uh, um, that's like a healthy thing to chew on, I guess. Yeah, better than plastic bottles. You and your broken yeah. tooth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Which well, hey, yeah. I I gotta say, look, real quick. Let me get through the whole thing here because I. I Welcome to the show. If you're watching, if you're listening, uh, we appreciate it. Do me a favor. If you're watching over on YouTube right now, make sure to hit the thumbs up button right now and hit the subscribe button if you're enjoying yourself and if you enjoy cucumber water and or munching entire cucumbers for lunch. Uh, but if you're listening, give us a rating and review. Subscribe there if you can on whatever platform you digest this one, like 
Pike does his carrots as well. Uh, I got to say, this is not a financial uh, planning podcast. We're not financial professionals. Don't sue us. Do what you want with your own money. And don't take this as sound advice because it's probably not. So with all that legalese bullshit out of the way, Pike, the show almost didn't happen today, dude. What? Well, why not? Was it because I made a delay because I was uh, eating chicken nuggets? No. Okay. No. Then what was what was it? In fact, your delay helped this show. Oh. My computer, my beautiful computer that uh, has been like a, the third member of this program, right? I mean, we've been through highs and lows with this thing. I've rebuilt a new computer just to do this show, just to stream live, just to hit the Dollar Llama graphic that doesn't freeze. He's having a day. Oh, my God. Dude, I have like the, the, the machine that powers this show is extraordinary. I mean, if you are into computers, I have, uh, I think it's like. 16 thread, 24 cores. It might, I might have gotten that backwards. 24 thread, 16 core AMD. This thing is, I mean, this is, I got like a Lamborghini processor. Okay. Just pushing this thing forward, just mowing this thing down. I've got an M.2 hard drive of like 256 gigs. I have an eight terabyte external hard drive just sitting here next to me. I mean, space upon space, baby. I mean, Killing it over here. I have 64 gigs of RAM. Just, oh, uh, yeah, just hauling balls down here on this thing. However, as I turn on my computer, it won't boot up. <coughs> oh, God. Yeah. Gets to the BIOS and then restarts. Gets to the BIOS and then restarts. Gets to the BIOS and then restarts. I'm in this eternal loop of restarting. Which makes me think okay, Windows okay. is corrupted because it won't load Windows. Yeah. And how so, long did that happen for? I mean, uh, I, spoiler, like we're here now, so it's probably okay. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long enough that I went on Instagram Live and I was asking for help. Like, hey, does anyone know how to fix this whole thing? And then Pike, I go, oh, Pike just texted me. Hold on. Oh, good. He just pushed it back eight minutes. This will give us eight more minutes to figure this thing out. <laughs> <laughs> no help from the committee. No one. They started blaming it on oh. the Russians. They started saying that it was my computer's fault, my fault for building such a piece of shit. You know, like all this, what? Zero, zero helping hands. So I turned it off. I turned off the, the surge protector. I held yeah. down the power button for five bananas. Oh, okay. Because I read somewhere that that clears out the temporary memory, right? It said five bananas. I just said five bananas. I was going on what's the appropriate amount of bananas. Wait, so I don't know. Okay. I did five bananas. I turned it back sure. on. I hit the power button. It goes back into the same shithole loop that it was going in before. Loads the BIOS, restarts computer. Loads the BIOS, restarts computer. Loads, it doesn't get to the Windows stupid home screen, right? That Windows, that beautiful desktop. It doesn't get to that. So I do it again. This time, I win 10 banana. 10 banana, Pike! An eternity. Oh. 
And here we are. So that did it. It did it. What a ride. I know, man. I know. So do you think uh, it is? Because do you think it would happen if you hadn't built the computer by yourself? No, no. This is definitely happening because I built the computer myself. (laughs) (laughs) There's not a doubt in my mind that uh, it's because I did it. Now, I think it is Windows. So I think I'll just have to download a new copy of Windows and then install a new operating system. And then we should be right as rain, man. Right as rain. Hey, what do you think differently of Bill Gates now that you know he was like screwing around throughout his marriage? Do I think differently of Bill Gates? No. Have you seen the guy? I I'm just surprised he was screwing. Period. Like, have you (laughs) right? Let alone around. (laughs) (laughs) I guess one single stationary screw would even surprise me. Yeah, that's the part that really is shocking. I found out he has kids, and I'm like, hold on, wait a minute, huh? Like, what? Yeah, these are lab babies or something, right? <laughs> yeah, his two children, they're, uh, one's called Doss. Hey, Doss, come here. You mean, Do- yeah, he named, it's a girl, it's a Dosser. Hey, that's my Dosser. <laughs> I'm sorry. You mean daughter? Uh, no, 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 no. Dosser. Uh, Hilarious. Um, yeah. yeah. First name, Win. Middle name, Doze. Of his child. His son. <laughs> hey, Win, Come here for a minute. Doze. That's the dumbest thing I've ever said. I'm in a uh, well, weird, fucked up mood, man. I'm telling you, I... Uh, you had a I'm, busy weekend. Dude, crazy weekend, crazy day. I'm I'm up to thirteen thousand steps. It's way more activity than I'm used to. Yeah, I'm just smoked, man. Smoked right now. Well, how how many uh, how many flights did you miss today? Don't tell me you missed a flight. Let's talk about let's talk about what happened real quick. Let's go over our weekend since they were slam packed. You had travel in yours, so I can't wait to hear about it. And then later on, in case you're wondering, hey, wait a minute, I clicked on this because I want to know how to live for free forever because that's what we're supposed to be talking about. We're going to get there. We'll get to Uh-oh. how do you live for free for the rest of your life? There's a way to do it. And we're going to tell you how to do it coming on up here in a sec. But first at Pike Taylor radio on all social media, go and give them a follow you. Where'd you go? Where'd you fly to this weekend? <laughs> well, that's gonna, I, I don't know what you have for the live for free segment, but I know there's a few guys that are doing that currently just outside my apartment building. <laughs> <laughs> If we if we need somebody like a guest, anyway, um, I I went to across the country to play a, a show with my band Low Standards, outdoor show called Party in the Pasture. So picture like Woodstock, it's just like that, it, but it's in the middle of South Dakota. Yeah, it sounds like Woodstock, man. Yeah. It sounds oh, like just hundreds p- of thousands of people came out. Yep. One day it's a field. The next day, people from all over just filled it up. It was crazy. So we played a show. Bro. Oh yeah. Camped in a tent. Oh. And uh, it was a one day thing. So I flew in Friday night, drove to into Minneapolis, four hours to South Dakota, 
played the show, drove back to Minneapolis the next day. And this morning I was supposed to fly into Orlando and just go to work. Like some, you know, some people walk or bike to work. I took a plane to work. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, all week I had these tickets booked forever. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I was going to leave at 745 from Minneapolis and get here like by like, you know, lunch or whatever. And so I'm on the way to the airport with my friend who's driving me. Very nice of him. But we had to leave at like six in the morning. And on the way, I'm like, oh, I didn't get an email to check into my flight. I better make sure I did everything correctly. Like actually booked a flight. And so I go in there and I, I'm into the check-in page. I'm like, oh, thank God. Well, then I look a little closer and the flight doesn't leave at 745. It says it leaves at 645. And I'm like, oh, that's not possible. I've surely I've had this on my calendar and I've looked at it a bunch of times. Well, I look at it and it sure enough, it says on my calendar, 745 Eastern time. Oh, Me- ah, meaning meaning 645. Yeah. So this is 6.05 a.m. I'm in the car. We're 20 minutes from the airport for a 6.45 flight. I'm like, well, that's really unlikely, but maybe. And so I'm trying to check in. Well, then it says they've already closed check-in. Call this number. You can't check in online. So I call them. I'm like, hey, I, I can't check in online, and, and so I just need to check in. And they're like, well, the check-in's closed. There's nobody there to check you in. I'm like, what? Well, can't you check me in? She's like, no, I can't check you in. I'm like, okay, I can't check in. I, I The flight doesn't leave for 40 minutes. I can't check in. She's like, D- and like I'm an idiot. She goes, sir, nobody is there to check you in at the gate. I'm like, okay, so at six even, they just fucking go to lunch or what? There's nobody there. What are you doing? So not only like, was I late? I couldn't have made it if I wanted to. You wanted like, to, right. I, t- I said to her, I'm like, so you're telling me if I walked into the airport 40 minutes before the flight was to leave, I wouldn't be able to get on that flight because I can't check in? She's like, yeah. That's really ridiculous. Really well, airline. ridiculous. Can we throw this airline under the bus? <laughs> yeah, please. Air of bus? course. Yeah. Sun, sun country. <laughs> it's just not a renowned airline by any means. Sun way. country? Where'd you... Yeah. Where did you it was very this airline? <laughs> yeah, we're just making them up. But it was like $80 round trip, so okay. Wow. Brutal. So now I'm like aft. I can't I just at that point I can't get on that flight, but okay, Minneapolis to Orlando, there's going to be a bunch of options. Got to be. So I go Google and there's a ton of options, none of which get me back to Orlando on time like when I need to at the absolute latest yeah so except for one that gets me there uh it was leaving like an hour from that moment at 6 30 or whatever and so it's 400 fucking dollars one way like there's other flights that would be 40 dollars one way but it's just late enough where i can't take that or i could take it but now i've got to like call into work and make it a deal and now, like, that's just not what I wanted to do. And I was mad at myself. And so you ever do that, that where you're pissed at yourself for making a dumb mis- mistake. So it's like, I'm going to punish myself financially by forcing myself to buy a $400 fucking one-way ticket. So I did. So I flew oh Delta. Oh, my God. Yeah. You paid $400 one way? <clears throat> yeah. On a, oh. when, there was a, when there was a flight that left two hours later for $40. Yeah, how's that for sound? 
<laughs> financial. Wow. Reasoning. Was it business class at least? Was it? Don't tell me it was coach. Yeah. No, just, yeah, main cabin. Mother I mean, it's, it was, yeah, they had the video screen so I could watch movies at least. But the other thing is I've learned it, the anytime you're flying to or from Orlando, it's an absolutely fucking miserable experience because it's all of Disney. It's just families with kids. And the flight, the flight there was the worst flight I've ever had. There was so many screaming kids. And I know everybody says that about every flight, but I'm not even exaggerating. It was like a choir of children <laughs> screaming <laughs> for three hours straight. Yeah, yeah, because they were on sun country. They thought the plane was going down the whole time. They were like... <laughs> Yeah. Ah, were adults. It was the, it was the adults <laughs> smiling like children, shitting yeah. themselves. <clears throat> yeah. Wow. So this one on the way on the way back was um, even worse. Who like some young teen or something? She was like smacking my seat, and I think <sighs> she was playing a game on the video screen. But it was like, and I kept snapping my head around, like hey. You know, yeah. like trying yeah. to signal I'm pissed without it confronting her. And it just persisted. Oblivious, it kids. Was a, kids are oblivious. Absolute nightmare. Oh, brutal. So, you, I'm but out. But you made it to work on time? Oh, yeah. No issues. Yep. They, got, and got they're none the wiser. Work is none the wiser. Exactly. Yeah. So, I did what I needed to do. It just freaking sucks. I'm just, I mean, I'm mad at myself. Yeah, I'm mad at their like stupid policy about checking in. Yeah, but I'm mostly mad at myself. Yeah, because the pilot is the guy ripping tickets, issuing tickets, taking your luggage. <laughs> That's why there's nobody at the gate, sir. There's no one at the gate. He's on the plane, and the plane is closed. He's he's passing out snacks right now, and then he's getting into the cockpit. Just one, one guy. guy. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Sun Country. He's the owner of the company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's S-O-N. It's actually a father and son operation. And the father's the guy who was on the phone. Sir, <laughs> there's no one at the gate. I know. He's my son, and he should. He better be buckling seatbelts right now. Uh, <laughs> that's, wow. Unbelievable. So did you get refunded for your at least your Sun Country Half round trip that you no. missed or no? No? No. They offered to, like, I could get on a later flight. They only had one. for So I could have transferred it, but no. I read, and I mean, as I expected, basically, if you're late for a flight, you have no rights. <laughs> That's just, you're not, yeah. you're not owed anything. <laughs> Brutal. I, uh, yeah. That's I've never awful. missed a flight. Never even close. And I was, like, plenty on time for what I thought. Still, we're on time. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Delta, they have like more than one employee, so I'm sure you would have been able to check in. You would have been hoping yeah, it, it running, but I'm sure you would have been. Yeah. Oh, it would have been home alone too, for sure. But yeah. Also, um, you know, if you're checked in, I I've waited on planes. Like, well, we're still waiting for one person. I'm like, fuck that person. Let's go. <laughs> Unless it's you. <laughs> I've been that person. I have been. Have that you really? Person. Oh, dude, I've been that person. Where it was like, there's no one at the gate. I've had that done. And it was like another small airline, like Frontier or something in a small airport. They're like, uh, no, they're at the thing. And sure enough, just like you, dude, missed that flight. But no unlike way. you, I didn't blow $400. I just uh, I called work and I was like, uh, I'm going to be late. So 
That's what's oh. going on. But you, ultimate employee. Woo. Okay, well, I, I'm still in the, you know, trying to not suck phase. If this was my last job, yeah. I'd be like, oh, I'll be in Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Still trying to be gainfully employed phase. Yeah, I, I understand that. I understand. I would have flown the plane right now. <laughs> yeah. Trying to get a job, my friend. Would have been the guy. I would have been like, oh, do they need help at the gate? Uh, everyone, tickets out, please. I would have gotten on the microphone. We are now getting in Section C. If you're in Section C, small children, military, gold club members, Section C, we're now boarding. Yeah, I would have been that guy. Yeah. They ruined they said, uh, Mike for a shitty joke. <clears throat> well, it was good. Anytime you're doing a pilot voice, it's fun, you know. But they said... Uh, beforehand, they're like, uh, well, normally we would have children board now, but since this flight is 80% children, we're just going to go as normal. That's what they said? Wow. Yeah, she said that. I don't know if she's exaggerating. <laughs> Surely it wasn't 80%, but it was a lot of fucking kids. So Too many kids. Anyway, well, how was... Oh, far too many. Yeah. How was your weekend? My weekend was good. Took my son camping for the first time. It was a hell of a time. Sleeping on the ground. Got about three hours of sleep. Uh, it was what? humid. So humid. Oh, that's the uh, I finally cooled down like right around 4 a.m. You know, and I'm sitting there like uh, finally get to sleep. And then he wakes up. He's like, hey, where's my whatever where I got to get? You know, he's like all frantically like, you know, half asleep like. Where's my sleeping bag? I'm like, you're laying on top of it. What's the matter? You know, that kind of thing. So, but it was a good father-son bonding. It was his first time camping and I don't like camping, yeah. but I've never told him that. I was like, yeah, yeah, I love camping. Let's go. You know, if he's into it, I'll be into it. Kind of a deal. Oh, wow. Whatever. Yeah. You're, what if he is really into it? Looks like I'm gonna pitching to tense, my friend. <laughs> oh, that's all. That's a. I that's heard that. Fun. If I've ever heard one, what is it? Twenty-two <laughs> minutes. That's uh, good stuff. Yeah. Jeez. So did you? Well, you did the campfire thing. You made some uh, pizzas. You were telling pizzas, me pizzas, campfire pizzas, campfire pies, a couple s'mores, uh, peed in the woods, built a fire, caught fireflies. You know the old. It was yeah. the first time my son's Did ever he, seen any fireflies or lightning bugs, so it's pretty cool. Oh, cool. Did he piss in the woods before, or have you ever let him yeah. piss anywhere other than his pants? Yeah. Yes, you have toilet? kids. They're, they're... My son has taken not just one, but multiple different days, has taken multiple shits in like a public park because oh. of COVID, they locked the bathrooms, and I was like, well... He's like, it's going out. <laughs> like, well, pull down your pants and take a dump by this tree. Cause no way. <laughs> what are we gonna it's do? Amazing. What are we doing? <laughs> well, he's not wearing like uh, Depends or something or whatever. No, he's four. He's potty trained. It's like you know, just take a squat Apparently by the not. tree. There's a kid taking a shit by a tree while other kids are playing on the teeter totter ten feet away. And he was cool about it? Like, he wasn't embarrassed at all? No. I mean, he's kind of like, he's like, he, you know, this is weird. I'm like, yeah, it is. Not normal. This is not a normal day. You know? <laughs> well, what are you going to do? They locked the bathrooms because of COVID. And 
Yeah. Ah, dude, it's just COVID. What is, it's a weird time. It's a weird time to be alive. So as you're like a, as you're like a, a parent, you go through all these horrendous scenarios you never ever imagined you'd be a part of, and that's parenting. Yeah, that's I, it. Yeah, that's an interesting one. That's cool of you, though. My dad yeah. never like gave me gave me the go ahead to shit outside. Your dad, your dad never held your held your uh, hands to let you squat to like lean back in like a makeshift toilet position. <laughs> oh, you did that even? Oh, that's great. Of course, dude. <laughs> What's I gonna do? It's like don't, I don't want you taking a dump on your shoes. You know, we gotta get in the car with those things. So, anyway. <laughs> Uh, look, before we get to how to live for free forever, uh, I think it was like last week or two weeks ago, we had this Photoshop competition that we're breathing over there at Instagram, okay? Either at Pike Taylor, at Pike Taylor Radio on all social media, but particularly, specifically Instagram or at Sparks Radio on Instagram. We are going to Photoshop ourselves next to a celebrity. I don't know. I don't even remember how this came up, but we said that this was going to be a challenge. Photoshop ourselves next to a celebrity and then try to get the celebrity to comment on that picture. Remember? Yes. This was the yeah, stupid yeah. challenge. That Were we they going to them comment on it? Or I thought we had to get them to like post it themselves. Either post fucking... it or interact with okay. it somehow. Post it themselves okay. or comment on our page as we tag them in this, whatever. So we, uh, we reached out to you, the committee members. You started throwing out some suggestions. Last week, we mentioned this one. Photoshopped you, Photoshopped you with James Wood. Then ask him to say, good morning, boys. Hilarious. We forgot to say that on the show because we didn't do this one in the morning. Uh, we have, uh, here's a list of the most Googled D-list celebrities by state. You guys should go after the states you live in. Anne Heche is uh, mine here in Ohio. And then Pike, yours is Daisy Fuentes. So that's super the hot. Super hot Daisy we Fuentes. We found out. Andy Dick is for either of us, which is hilarious. Uh, and then we have Rocco Stiffretti, which we found out is a male porn star. So that's on your list, Pike. And then while I was uh, looking for suggestions on how to turn on my computer <laughs> we i reached out to the committee they throw out uh the following i'm just gonna rapid fire and then explain what's going on sean patrick who's uh from boondock saints the movie boondock saints nicholas cage classic not a d not a d-lister not a d-lister tom brady okay kid no, rock not a <laughs> kid rock Kid Rock's slipping. He's slowly becoming the Ted Nugent oh, yeah. of our era. So that, that, that's a possibility. That, yeah, he had a week last week. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> Oof. Uh, you got Mick Foley, which I believe is Mankind oh. from WWE. That, hell yeah, he's the man. Or WWF. Jason Momoa, which fuck, no, never would interact with either of us on social media. Goddamn. It'd be a funny Photoshop to have me standing next to him, but that's about it. <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried might actually interact with us. I love that one. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, he's the voice of the parrot from Aladdin, if you remember. That's Gilbert Gottfried in the Aflac commercials. Uh, also, very funny stand up. Kurt Russell, Michael Rooker, who's from The Walking Dead. 
I believe that's the guy from The Walking Dead and from Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, Greg Salerno was suggested. <laughs> Gee, I don't know. You think we could pull it off? Uh, probably not. He probably Jay- Yeah, I know. Jason Muse is the last celebrity that has been uh, suggested. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take all these celebrity guests or celebrity guests, celebrity names that you, the committee, has thrown out to us. We're going to put them up on a poll on our Patreon. All right. Project Payhem. Oh, shit. Wrong button. Not Project Payhem. Up on our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Sparks Radio. That's right. All you got to do is jump on the Patreon. It's a buck a month. It's like the cheapest thing ever. So we're letting everyone on the Patreon, elevated members, committee members on up to members of the special committee can go and vote for who do you think Pike should be Photoshopped next to or myself should be Photoshopped next to. You can do that right now over on Patreon.com slash Sparks Radio. Patreon.com slash Sparks Radio. Get on over there and vote, all right? And then, of course, sign up for the Patreon. We're two patrons away from hitting our goal of 30. 30 patrons on the Patreon. Then we're going to do Project Payhem, another round of that. So we're looking forward to another round of Project Payhem. Which we explain in the video what the hell that is. We got to get to the show, dude. We're, we're really lollygagging. Half of it's gone. We got to get to the part. How do you live for free forever? You know, good question. Will you pay for the house in full, or you live outside? False. Don't pay for the house in full. Have you ever heard of house hacking, Pike? Uh, no, I've heard of those two words separately. So this is like a term that uh, has been coined, I think, by the uh, Bigger Pockets guys a long time ago. House hacking, and I got to say. My next house, I'm trying to do this technique. I'm trying to house hack. So when I talk about this, I'm going to implement it. It's not like I'm just spin out bullshit. I'm actually going to try to do this. Gives it some credibility if you're considering it. Mm -hmm. People love a good hack. That's a trendy, that's an in word right now. Very in word. This is a way to think about how to live for free. And how do you live for free, Pike? You're either homeless or you get somebody else to pay for it, right? Yep. And you don't want other people to take your home. You just want them to pay for your house. So this is the basis of house hacking is you live in a multifamily property, which means it's either duplex, triplex, or fourplex. Okay, and it stops at four, four units. So like four apartments in a building. You can't go, I mean, you can go above four, but once you start hitting five and up, it's difficult to get a mortgage for that because they consider that a commercial loan. So you're not dealing with a residential, conventional or FHA loan anymore. Okay, interesting. So duplex, triplex, or fourplex. They don't call them quadplexes. They call them fourplexes. So, essentially, how you would do this is you buy a duplex or you buy a fourplex, and then everybody else living in your building is paying the rent slash mortgage for you. 
Hmm. So you don't have to pay a mortgage. You're living for free. And if you really do it right, the other money that they're paying on top of just covering a mortgage payment would be paying for utilities and everything as well. So interesting. And how nice that your tenants live with you right there with you. Yeah. So you don't you're like you, landlord. you're driving. Yeah, exactly. It could good and bad. I feel like I'd be really nervous all the time. Like every time you hear a noise, like what was it? Or you see him, yeah. you know, kids yeah. fucking around outside. It's like, Hey, yeah. Hey, quiet down over there. Did you just flush the toilet three times? Yeah. You're just always <laughs> paranoid. Yeah. I think you got to really kind of screen your tenant. Cause as a landlord, you're going to be obviously conscious of how they're treating the property. Are they throwing parties all the time? Are they sitting there and not paying their rent? You got to, you don't want a person who essentially becomes a squatter. Yeah. Right. You, you right. want a person who's going to actually let you live for free forever. So there's multiple ways to, to house hack. I'm going to tell you about the basics of them. And then if you're curious, definitely dive in. I would recommend the guys from bigger pockets, which is a, it's like the most popular real estate podcast there is, and they do a fantastic job. They also write a bunch of books and all that kind of stuff. So here's how you do it. Okay. You get a mortgage Pike and I know what you're thinking. Ah, oh, God, that sucks. You're going to be in debt and all that kind of stuff. But mortgages right now are exceptionally cheap, like stupid, artificially cheap. I would never, ever let you loan money at 2.85%, which I was looking at mortgage rates. That's what they are right now. And that's crazy low. Dude, your parents and my parents, their mortgage interest rate was like 12, 13%. Wow. What was yeah. yours on your last home? My last home, I think was like five, five okay. or four. But then they dropped to, I think it was like five. Uh, and then they drop, you know, because of COVID and, uh, every, you know, everybody was talking about recession on the horizon, the blah, 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 blah. They're kind of, in my opinion, they're artificially low right now, which is also what's contributing to the demand in housing right now. Housing prices are skyrocketing. The demand for housing is has never been higher because people have money for the first time. They didn't go on vacation last year. They paid off their credit cards. They didn't go out and have fun. They didn't do shit. They sat in their house for the most part for an entire year banking cash if they were able to keep a job. And they realized, I don't want to live in this house anymore. It's small or it's old yeah. or it's broken. And I want to take advantage of these super low interest rates. So let's go buy a house. Well, nobody wants to move. And a lot of people want to buy. So that's creating a shortage in housing availability. Yeah. So you have a lot of demand. You have little supply. Prices start climbing. That's what's going on right now, especially with low interest rates. But if you can find one and make it happen, then there you go. That's that's This is, uh, this is the perfect solution for you. The pizza's here. What's up, pizza? Shout out to pizza watching live over there on YouTube.com slash Sparks Radio. He says, flip houses, sell one high, and buy cheap. Repair the house yourself. This is not a flipping episode. Uh, there's a lot of cons to flipping. There's a lot of pros to flipping, too. I'm definitely not anti-flipping, but uh, this is definitely a better way to go about it if you're trying to accumulate wealth. 
So I'm, I'm a big fan of growing rich slowly, and this is the way to do it. And the reason why is because when you buy, let's just take a duplex, for example. You buy a duplex, you want it in, a, in an area that is not dangerous to live in. Obviously, you want it one that's not going to dip in terms of um, property value over time. Like the, the neighborhood starts going to shit. The school district goes to shit. Uh, you don't want to buy there. You want to buy a duplex in a nice place. So some towns can support that. Other towns can. So let's talk to the example of a duplex because this is active. What I'm actively trying to do right now is buy a duplex. Really? And live in one side and rent out the other. Because, as I said before, interest rates are stupid cheap. And a lot of people don't think like this, Pike. So if you can change your mindset to think about this, you could reap the benefits. You get a, a duplex. Now, there's really two types of ways you can get like a conventional lender. That is a conventional 30-year fixed rate mortgage, which I would recommend fixed rate because the rates are going to go up. There's no way they can stay this low forever. I mean, Pike, you wouldn't loan me money for 30 years at 2.8%. You'd be like, no, it's a fucking risk. I'm going to have a 10%. Uh, there you go. I'll get my money back now. No way you would do it. So they're going to go up, in my opinion. Uh, or you can get an FHA, the Federal Housing Authority. You can get an FHA loan. Now, if, if you take a house, for example, here, I'll start doing math which is always a dangerous thing, doing math live. If you get a house, right? Let's say you buy a duplex that's 500. Now, I'm actively looking for like a $300,000 duplex right now, okay? Will it be up? Will it be less? I don't know. I don't know. Let's just take an example. That's usually the range I would feel comfortable buying, in, right? $300,000 duplex. An FHA loan is 3.5% down. That's all you need to put on an FHA loan. Right. Okay. Okay. Which, it Which equals $10,500. Oh, that's not too bad. So listen to this. So you buy a $300,000 home with $10,500. However, there's a little couple caveats to this. Okay. If you're buying a duplex, it actually turns out FHA loans, you since it's two units, they only you have to put down five percent. So that's fifteen grand. Okay. Single family residence, three point five percent. Duplex, five percent. Okay. I wonder if you know, because they're talking about this like uh this first time home buyer bill. That's in Congress right now. Yeah. And they're like, you know, wanting $15,000 for first time home buyers for a down payment. I wonder if that would, if you can use that for a duplex. You could. Absolutely. You could. Yes. Huh. Yeah. And here's why it's because most duplexes, they are titled as single units. Yeah. Like they'll be, they'll be, you'll, yeah, you'll be titled as a single unit. Now it's okay. cool because, and again, this all depends on where you're buying, which state you're buying in. If you're listening, be like, no, they're not. They're two separate units. It depends on where you're buying and your lender and all that kind of stuff. So there's a lot of variables. But if you can get a first-time home buyer, I would definitely look into it. If you can get a first-time yeah. home buyer for a duplex, dude, you're just amplifying your cash, which is brilliant. It, right. It would be brilliant. It feels kind of like, you know, 
sneaky, if anything. It's like, hey, they're they're passing these bills to like help people out of poverty, basically, and you're like capitalizing on it, like, dude. But you're being helped out of poverty because look at this. Okay, so three hundred thousand dollar duplex. If you remember, we talked about the one percent rule. Quick rule of thumb: that rent on that property, if you're going to rent it out, should equate roughly. It's a rule of thumb, so it definitely varies. One percent of your overall purchase price. So for a $300,000 home, that's $150,000. Each unit is around $150,000. Each unit should rent for around $1,500 a month. Okay, that's what you should be looking at to get rent back. So it's you're able to cover the mortgage payment. Okay. So there's a couple of things uh, I want to talk about here in this scenario. So you have a lot of people think, oh, you just buy a house hack. As long as it covers the mortgage, you're good to go. And that's not, again, we talked about how landlords make money in a previous episode. That's not how it happens. Because the other general rule of thumb is 50% of all your net profit is going to be eaten up by things like capital expenditures, maintenance issues. So CapEx is like big ticket items that you have to buy. New roof, a water heater. I got to put in new faucets, new toilets, things wear out on a house. I got to put gutters. I got to get new gutters. Then there's maintenance. That's like, oh, the toilet's leaking. I got to call a plumber. Oh, there's carpet in there. I got to get carpet cleaners in there before the tenant turns over. You know, those are maintenance issues that eventually are going to arise. So your profit gets eaten up there. There's also vacancy. So vacancy is, you know, you're not going to be 100%. There's a rule saying if you're 100% occupied, your rent is too low. You're charging too uh, little. Makes sense. And if it's anything less than like 90% occupied, you're charging too much. Like there's the threshold. Because you want to maximize sweet spot. Your, yeah, exactly. You want to maximize your dollar. At the same time, you don't want to have vacancy. Because every time there's a changeover, that costs you money. Because there's nobody paying for that week or month or however long it's going vacant. There, If you have a property management company, which I do, they charge you money to place a tenant in there every single time. They charge you money to advertise it. They charge you money to place the tenant. They charge you money to do background checks and credits checks and all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? There's all, there's costs factored into all of that. Of course. So that usually... Over the long haul, the life of the property is about 50% of your net profit. So when you're running these numbers, you got to keep this in mind. Okay. It's not just, oh, I need, he pays $1,500 a month. My mortgage is $1,500 a month. I can live for free forever. False. That's bullshit. You're going to not live for free forever. The goal is to live for free forever. Right? You want the other guy next door, guy or gal, family of nine. I don't know what kind of property you're buying. That they're paying your mortgage and you can pocket that cash and put it towards something else. So uh, with an FHA loan, it's a 580 credit score. You have to have a credit score of at least 580. So the barrier of entry is pretty low. Yeah, yeah, it's like borderline. You can't even rent with that. Isn't that amazing? So 580 credit score. However, if you're only putting 5% down, there's this thing called PMI, which they add on to the mortgage. So normally if you put 20% down, the bank or the institution that's lending you the money will say, oh shit, you're bought in. We'll put up 80, you put up 20, 
you're going to take care of the property. You're invested literally in this property. But by only putting 5% down, they want to make sure that they're going to get their money. So they make you buy, by law, they make you buy mortgage insurance. This isn't home insurance. That's by law. You have to have that as well if you have a mortgage on it. This is, it's called property mortgage insurance, and they call it PMI for short. So that's an extra X amount of dollars per month. Usually on a $300,000 property, 5% down, you're looking at like $200 to $300 a month. That's just fucking gone. You're lighting that money on fire. It's just, you know, gone. It's out of there, right? It's a Fugazi. It's a Fugazi. No. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and uh, if you're doing an FHA loan as well, there is a mortgage insurance premium of 1.75% on top of the loan. And these are what they call fees, Pike. These are all the fees. So when you hear tax, title, and fees, this is the bullshit that you get strapped with for only putting 5% down. Convenience fees, the house keys. Uh, Appraisal, yeah. <laughs> title, uh, escrow, all these things have fees attached to them and they slap them on you. But mm. it's a numbers game, dude. It's a numbers game. So all you have to do, and I love this idea, pizza. Good idea, dude. He says this. He says, Airbnb the house. Brilliant. If you live on one side of the duplex and on the other side, you Airbnb that thing. Hell yeah. You could be charging $200, depends on how nice it is and location and the amenities and blah, blah, blah. But you could be charging 200, 300 bucks a night for that. Totally. You know, Dude, we got people just <laughs> speaking of Airbnb, we live in an apartment, right? You know, yeah, and, and, but it's a, it's a big, a big, tall apartment building right downtown in Orlando. And <laughs> they have a real issue with residents Airbnb their apartment units. <laughs> like it's a, yeah, we, Many times we've had people knock on the door because they thought we were doing it. We're not. But yeah, but I get mad thinking about it. It's like, hey, asshole, you don't own, like, you're getting your rent paid for, basically. Dude, there giving- is, listen to this, listen to the Wild West of Airbnbs. There are people that will pay, let's say they budget five grand for a rental property, whether it's a house or an apartment. They'll take $5,000 as an investment. They'll sign a 24-month lease. They'll take that. They'll put down the first month's rent security deposit. They'll take the rest of the money, buy furniture for the for the place, Airbnb the place on a lease. Uh, they don't even dude. own it as a condo, or they didn't even sign the lease in their name. Like They don't ever have an intention of living there. And they'll just lease out the place, Airbnb it, make hand over fist, and they don't even, if something breaks, they're, they call the maintenance department because they're on, you know, they're like, oh yeah, that thing that's broken, you know, so the maintenance guy has to go fix it. They don't even live there. It was someone they Airbnb'd it to. Dude, it's like a it's like a wild west out there, bro, in terms of short-term rentals. That's criminal, isn't it? No! No! There's some places that don't give a shit. They, they're making their money. The apartment complex is getting their lease. Right. 
But it's Damn. like, oh, my God. I mean, imagine if you're living in that building. I mean, I'm sure you can because who knows if that's happening where you live. It's like, you know what I mean? These aren't people that are taking yeah. care of it in the least. Because when you go to Airbnb, you don't give a fuck. You're on vacation. You know, you're like partying it up. You're drinking during the week. You know, you know. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Man, if you can if you can get away with it. I know they're very anti it here. Like they yeah. got big signs everywhere. and They're constantly <clears> looking for it. But I know it's happening all the time. You know, when you get on the elevator and somebody doesn't like know how to fucking use their key fob, it's like, oh, are you, do you live here? Yeah, you live here. I bet. Okay. <laughs> like they're like, oh, how do you open this door? Oh, did you, yeah, I bet you moved in today. Get the hell out of here. Yeah, dude, it's a crazy world. But this is legit. The house hack thing is legit. So I'm actually going to do this because at the end of the day, as I run these numbers, like mortgage insurance premium of 1.75% of the loan amount. You have the down payment, plus you have the PMI, plus you have all the expenses. They call it PITI, right? Property, uh, principal, interest, taxes, and insurance. That's essentially your mortgage. Uh, but then you have maintenance and CapEx and vacancies. It's It sounds like a lot, but there's calculators online that you can plug these numbers into. You take the overall price of the house. Any kind of maintenance issues it needs, fix it up, whatever. They call that the ARV, the after renovation value. You run these numbers and Pike, it's literally a formula. It spits it out. And then if you can go, that's a sound investment. I can now live here for the rest of my life. And it becomes even easier if you scale up. So if you get a triplex or a fourplex, because you have more people forking over more cash. Right. And then you can charge for things like, Say there's laundry in the basement. You can make them coin-operated laundry. And you know, you're getting money every month. You're collecting yeah, the quarters true. and all that thing. Parking spots. Oh, this guy wants the garage. Well, there's only one garage, so he's now paying $100 more a month because he wants in the garage. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. There's there's way to make more money on each property, too. Damn. You're right. That's a, man, it's a good move. Good for you. So this is my thing, because you know me, I am trying, I am actively trying to expand my, uh, they call it doors, right? My amount of, the amount of doors I have. So I love real estate investing. I love real estate. I think it's a lot of fun, but at the end of the day, it's a numbers game, dude. That's what it is. It's just can't get attached. I, I will move in to a place, my next house. I'm hoping it will be a duplex. It might be a single family home, but I'm moving in consciously knowing that within a year, I'm going to be moving out of that fucker and doing it again. You know what I mean? Like that's, I'm making that sacrifice right. now so I can have that house for the next 30 years paying me money every single month. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what it's nice knowing you're not, you don't have to settle in completely, you know? Like, yeah. Right. We, we never do. Yeah. Every time we move somewhere where it's like, ah, we don't need to hang shit up because we're probably going to move it. You know, we don't own the place, but we just don't going to move. Dude. So it's like boxes of shit still. Yeah. You're living like a hitman. It's like, ah, we don't need plates. Yeah. They're not that important. <laughs> just one What's fork the point? out of the pot, you know? Yeah. That's kind of my outlook like, on everything. Ah, we're just going to move. Ah, I'm just going to die. What's it matter? <laughs> Why do all that work? Ah, <laughs> uh, dude. Yeah, I know. Uh, here's the thing. Today, the reason why I'm so smoked, I'm so exhausted is because uh, 
The rental property is done. Ooh. All right. Yes. I feel like we just watched a, a child go through school in, in six months. Yeah. It has been quite the learning curve. It has been, uh, the learning curve isn't even over because we don't even have a tenant yet. But I'm handing the keys over to the property management tomorrow. Cleaning lady is locking up the house now as we speak. So it is, um, it is official. Well, you should have done a, a run through for us. Oh, that's going to be next episode. That's what I'm saying. Next episode, oh. I'm coming with numbers. So if you're curious to find out, how much I spent, how much I'm going to make, how much I lost. Uh, well, then you're going to find out all next episode as I run through my very first rental property purchase here in Cleveland. And then uh, also, I will tease this for next episode as well. I have an announcement to make. I will be making that announcement next episode. Should be a fun one. Definitely tune in. It will be a goodie. I can't wait for that. I have no clue what it is, so I can't wait to hear it. Oh, dude. Love a good announcement. Who doesn't Life like announcement. announcements, right? Everyone loves yeah. announcements. I always feel like when I see you know people teasing, they have an out like radio station shit. I don't even know who they are, but like, I'll tune in for the announcement. I, just <laughs> I, used to, you know, I live for announcements. Yeah, me too. Because as an adult, announcements are like birthdays, you know, like, Something's happening. It's happening. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? As a kid, <laughs> announcements happen every day. Here's what's for lunch. There's going to be assembly in the school gym. You don't give a fuck. You're like, oh, man. I, I, I did the announcements. They you suck. did? Oh, two years in a row. Yeah. <laughs> and, but, listen, I made them tolerable. I'll say that. No. Nice. You know, kids, kids, kids tuned in. That was my first big show. <laughs> was the uh, end of the day announcements. Oh, that's amazing. That's incredible. All right, well, there you go. That's the episode. Thank you so much for being here. Appreciate it. If you did enjoy it, my God, why haven't you jumped on the Patreon yet, man? Patreon.com slash Sparks Radio. We're two people away, two more patrons away from jumping on the old Project Pay Him. Project Pay Him. Oh, I cannot wait. And it doesn't even matter what level you sign up as on the Patreon. You don't have to do the $5 a month one which we send you all the stickers, right? $5 a month, you get all three stickers. You become a member of the special committee. I will mail you these things, which is sweet. The star is up there for every year. You become a member of the special committee. $3 a month for the project pay him. But dude, a buck, a buck a month, I will mail you this sticker. That's $12 a year, you cheap ass, okay? This is a financial comedy podcast. My God, how broke are you? You can't afford... 12 bucks a year. E easy now. <laughs> There's some people paying $0. Okay. Pay a dollar a month. Come on. That way we can just do Project Pay Him. Um, I'm really looking forward. That's where we put up massive public practical jokes. Uh, I've already gotten some suggestions. How about this? Next week, we'll do this. Next week, we'll make several announcements. I'll I have an announcement personally in my personal life. We're making an announcement. We have uh, announcing who we're going to be photoshopped next to Pike on our Instagrams in that challenge, which is All cool. Right. So make sure you get on the Patreon to vote. Uh, committee members appreciate it. And then of course, we'll, uh, we'll, no, I don't want to. Eh. Too much. 
It's a lot of announcing. How about One big this? announcement. All right. Start sending in some suggestions for the project pay him idea, right? You think we're going to take all the money we've made so far on Patreon and we're going to blow it on one massive public practical joke. And then uh, we'll start taking suggestions. All right. Start, start sending them in. What do you think Love we it. should spend money on just to blow the cash? That's it. It costs you $12 a year. Put all our money combined. We could do something hilarious. That way you're not blowing your budget. You're blowing ours. All right. Sounds good. All right. All right. Follow that guy on all social media at Pike Taylor Radio. I am done talking. My throat's about to give out. At Sparks Radio on all social media. That's it. Any last words, Pike? Good morning, boys. It felt good. It did. Those are over, motherfuckers. Now get out of here. <laughs>